Welcome to the Half Mind Solar Podcast, providing off-grid solutions for an on-grid world. Our goal is to give you ideas and information that you can utilize in your own life to increase your self-sufficiency and independence. Hey everyone and welcome to the Hack My Solar Podcast. This is Sean Mills and today we're going to talk about charge controllers. Uh, so charge controllers, actually you know what, before I get started I want to mention something. Uh, I typically try to set this up where I start talking right at about 30 seconds. So if you're tired of listening to the same intro uh, every time, uh, at least if you're on an iPhone you can just hit the plus 15 second thing twice and you'll jump right into the content i don't know if that works the same with android users or on the computer but uh, 30 seconds is where i start uh, talking Uh, so i just wanted to pass that information along Uh, it's kind of like you know instead of having to listen to someone's voicemail every time you hit star pound whichever one it is and you can go right into the voicemail or these days you know hang up on them and send them a text like everyone normally does so anyways, on to the content, charge controllers. So we've talked about what a solar panel is, what a solar array is, how they work, how to size one. So now we're producing electricity, theoretically. So what do we do with it? Well, you could put it on the grid, right? You could, you could use it in your house and put whatever excess you're not using onto the grid, which is, which is what a typical grid tied system does. Uh, or you could store it and use it locally, uh, which is how an off grid system works. Well, the, the thing that you have to have, uh, if you're going to have a, that local storage on top of batteries is your charge controller. So, uh, once uh, once your panel is generating power, you want to get that power into the battery bank. Um, and like I said, other than some very specific situations, uh, you're going to charge your batteries through a charge controller. Uh, so, you know, batteries and inverters kind of act to regulate the amount of electricity going into the house so that the appliances are getting their, you know, uh, proper uh, wattage and and hertz and and uh, uh, voltage and things like that. And uh, so the the charge controller kind of does the same thing for the incoming power uh, going into the batteries. Uh, so in, in essence, it's the device that regulates the amount of energy, both in terms of voltage and amperage, that goes from your solar array to your battery bank. Now, charge controllers come in two primary modes. Uh, one is called pulse width modulation, or PWM. The other is maximum power point tracking, or MPPT. Uh, pulse width modulation reduces the amount of voltage applied to the batteries in an inverse relationship to the charge level of the battery. So as the charge goes up, voltage goes down to protect the batteries. Um, and this, this prevents the batteries from being damaged. Uh, maximum power point tracking uh, matches the incoming power from the PV array to the most efficient use of that power in terms of charging the battery. So the MPPT, they're newer technology, they're more expensive technology, but they really maximize the amount of power going to the battery. And I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, if I've got a... 
a ray uh, uh, that, that's, that the sun has just come up, okay? And maybe it's generating 50 watts. Uh, all the panels together are generating 50 watts worth of electricity. You know, we may be talking about half an amp of current uh, at that point. Well, if I've got a battery bank that's sitting there, let's say it's a 12-volt battery bank, and it's sitting there at 11.8 volts, well, that half an amp uh, with that low wattage is not going to help me uh, if I was tied directly from the panels into the batteries. That being said, the MPPT controller can take that and ramp the amperage up even though the voltage would be very low um, it, it would it would ramp that up and, and force the little bit of electricity that we're generating into the battery so that we're actually getting a charge. Um, and, and the other thing that's nice about this is it allows the MPPT, it allows the, the array and the battery bank to be vastly different voltages. So you can buy the most cost-effective panels that you can get your hands on, not have to worry about tying them to the battery bank uh, that you have, or vice versa. Um, you know, we, we at our house, we're bringing in, you know, uh, an array, uh, you know, three panels. You know, actually, before I go into that, uh, one last thing that we should talk about regarding solar panels is the different uh, testing conditions and, and, and ratings that you're given. So uh, let's just dig into that real quick and, and talk about that before we talk about uh, the MPP charger so your standard testing conditions this is where how the panel gets rated uh, all panels are uh, tested at 77 degrees Fahrenheit with a light intensity of a thousand watts per square meter which is what essentially the Sun uh, gives us at noon directly overhead and with the atmospheric density of 1.5 or the sun's angle directly perpendicular okay to the solar panel so it's pointing directly at the solar panel at 500 feet above sea level so every panel that gets a rating goes under the same test now you have to stop and think well why why 77 degrees um i've i've been on my roof before in the winter and it's higher than 77 degrees in the middle of the day well the uh, normal operating cell temperature is a more realist view of the actual real-world condition. So that's the NOCT, and it gives you power ratings that you will likely uh, actually see from the system. Uh, so the NOCT, uh, it uses 800 watts per square meter, which is basically like a, a sunny day with some, with some uh, or partially sunny day, or you know, maybe 2 or 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon instead of dead noon. Uh, it also uses a temperature of 68 degrees um, and includes a 2.24-mile-power uh, wind cooling the back of a ground-mounted solar panel, uh, which is, you know, uh, more common in large fields. Uh, obviously, a roof-mounted solar array, that's not going to apply to but it's still going to be a lot more realistic than your quote-unquote standard test conditions. 
So after your testing, you're going to be given a range of numbers. or Well, the panel will be given a range of numbers. And those are open circuit voltage, short circuit current, maximum power point, maximum power point voltage, maximum power point current, and then your nominal voltage. Now, I'll start with nominal voltage because that's kind of like the easiest one. Uh, that's just like the category. So just like a battery bank is 12 volt, the nominal voltage of a panel may be 12 volt. If your battery bank were 24 volts, you'd take two 12 volt nominal uh, panels and wire them together to match the 24 volt. So that's 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 what all that is. It's just it's it's like calling something class A, class B, class C. Okay, that's the easy one. The um, the the next one you want to think about is the or, or I'm sorry. I'm getting a little tongue-tied here. There's a lot of numbers, and I'm getting excited. <laughs> so the open uh, circuit voltage, which is the VOC, uh, that's how many volts the solar panel is going to put out with no load on it. Okay. Um, if you just measure it with a voltometer across the plus and minus leads, that number is going to be your VOC or your open circuit voltage. There's no load on it. It's producing no current. That's just that's what it's going to output. That's the maximum voltage that that panel can produce under the standard test conditions, which, again, are basically perfect. So that's the maximum you're ever going to see, uh, the maximum possible you're ever going to see in terms of voltage coming out of that uh, circuit. Now, the short circuit current, or ISC, is how many amps uh, the panels are producing when not connected to a load. So what's a short circuit? You know, that's when we connect uh, the positive and the negative leads together accidentally. Well, that's what you would do to measure uh, the short circuit current. You would connect the positive and negative um uh, leads of the panel together and that would give you the amperage. So that's the maximum uh, that you're going to see again under the standard test conditions. So then you've got your maximum power point. Pmax is the uh, acronym for that. So that's the sweet spot of the power output. Okay, so it's where the combination of the volts and amps results in the highest wattage. So when you've got the maximum number of volts and amps, you multiply them together because remember, wattage is always volt time amps. Um, that's that number you're going to get. That's where when you use that maximum power point tracking charge controller, it's going to try to keep you there at that maximum power point at all times or as much as possible. Uh, the wattage that the panel is listed at is where the, um, is the Pmax, I'm sorry. And then the logical conclusion, your maximum power point voltage, which is VMPP, is the voltage when the power output is the greatest. And the maximum power point current, or IMPP, is the current or amperage uh, when the power output is the greatest. So if we take those numbers, and let's say we're looking at a, a 280-watt um, solar panel. Uh, that 280-watt solar panel, its maximum power point voltage is going to be 31.2 volts. And um, the maximum power point current is going to be 9.07 amps. So if I take three of those and wire them in series, 
And then I take three of those series and wire them in parallel, which is what we have at the Hack My Solar uh, off-grid homestead. Then we're talking about, uh, just in round numbers, uh, 27 amps of current with um, 93 volts. Um, so 93 volts on uh, on 27 amps running into the charge controller. Now, if I were to put, take that and put it directly into my 24-volt uh, battery bank, well, I'd, I'd have lots of problems. I'd have very low efficiency charging uh, any time outside of when um, the sun was directly above uh, head, and um, I'd probably never be able to to maximize my, my uh, uh, charge. What the MPPT controller does is it looks at, okay, what is, where's the battery sitting? Okay, is it half full, right? Does it need a real big kick in the butt to just take on a whole lot of electricity at one time to really tr- try to, to build that, uh, that stored energy up? Or is it close to the hot top where we want to kind of almost trickle the electricity in to just top it up without overcharging it and damaging the battery? So the main thing to to remember here is the MPPT charge controller, it may reduce the voltage down to get you the right voltage you need to... Um, to charge the batteries efficiently, but it's going to increase the current on that output. Okay, If you use a pulse width modulation charge controller, when you drop the volts down to the right voltage for the battery bank, the amps are going to stay the same, so you're actually going to lose half the power because, remember, amps times volts equals watts. So the pulse width modulation is going to drop down that... Uh, uh, voltage to, to meet whatever the battery bank needs and the closer to full you get the more energy coming in is going to be wasted with a PWM where the MPPT it's going to alter the voltage and the amperage so that you're utilizing all of the electricity that's coming in from the panels to get the maximum level of charge at all times whether it's low input or high input on that battery bank. Well, I know that's a lot of stuff to cover today. We really dug a little bit more into the solar panels. You know, shame on me for not covering uh, those different uh, specs earlier. But as I was talking about taking the electricity from the panels and putting them into the batteries, I realized, you know what, maybe we should understand how these things are rated and, and what process they're used to be rated with. So covered that, covered PWM versus MPPT controllers. If you have a question, I may have confused you and I apologize if I did. Send me a message, sean at hackmysolar.com or comment in the uh, comment section of the blog. Love to take your questions on this and really uh, make it easier to understand. And uh, with that being said, this is Sean with Hack My Solar. Thanks for joining me today. Look forward to talking to you next time.